if Trump hadn't done the executive order to declare the national emergency, Biden could have done it. And then Biden could have piggybacked all of his other stuff on his own executive order. Do you see how dangerous this thing is? Biden basically admits his student loan gambit is illegal. No, it is legal. They have a legal prevarication. I understand it's unconstitutional, but it is legal based on these uh, various frameworks. Uh, it's a scandal. It is a fraud. That's what he's admitted, right? He's admitted that it's a fraud, but it's still legal because that executive order is there. And that's the real scandal, isn't it? The real scandal is that fraud is legal in America. Come out, come out, wherever you are. Yeah, it's now official. <laughs> uh, they dropped the White House on the pandemic. <laughs> Uh, didn't even have to get Hillary off her broom. There we go. Uh, the pandemic is over and it's kind of interesting to see the reactions of people to this announcement, uh, by uh, Biden. And it wasn't really an announcement. It was, a uh, uh, another one of his faux pas. But the interesting thing about this is that people are starting to talk about some of the implications if the emergency were to be removed. And they conflate the emergency with the pandemic. And they're not the same thing. They're not at all the same thing. The emergency order was the reaction of Trump to what he thought might happen with the pandemic. Remember, when he put that order in 920 days ago, uh, you hadn't had a single person die in the United States, according to the CDC, from COVID. There was no pandemic. There was no epidemic here, and uh, the best they could do was to come up with a bunch of BS out of China. And even as they panicked in Italy because China conducted a mass uh, social media trolling, over 100,000 bots on Twitter constantly pressuring the Italian government and pushing fear to the Italian people. And they were later removed. They were later identified and removed. They admitted it was a bot campaign out of China. But even as that happened, and even as Trump is rolling out his emergency order, we had two weeks worth of data from Italy. And guess what it showed? Not very many people had died. All the people who died were past life expectancy, 79 and a half week, uh, years uh, the first week. The other one, it was slightly over 80. And they had two and a half other comorbidities on average. There were two to three things that could have killed them but they had a positive PCR test as they magnified it by a trillion times. Now, on the basis of that non-pandemic, Trump issued the executive order. It is that executive order, not a pandemic, that has been the basis of all this stuff. But now the good thing is that people are starting to look at some of the, the legal ramifications of a pandemic, but still not really identifying it as the executive order of a state of emergency. So you had uh, Biden uh, being interviewed by Scott Pelley. He said, we still have a problem uh, with COVID and we're still doing a lot of work on it, but it's the pandemic is over. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. 
if you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. Yeah, there's no social distancing there. I mean, those guys are right together. Hey, what about that? Remember when we had uh, to sell the vaccine? You had uh, Dr. Mark Siegel from Fox News go to the White House. And they didn't want to wear a mask for the interview, but they stood like 10 feet apart. Yeah, right. The whole thing was a masquerade, if you will. White House is um, insists that ending COVID-19 pandemic was an accomplishment. Now, this is not today's headlines. This is from October 28th, 2020. Who was president then? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's about a week before the election, right? A week before the election, the Trump White House said that they had ended the COVID pandemic. We were only 238 days into this. And the, uh, you had the office of, uh, White House Office of Science and Technology Policy put out a news release in the claim. And uh, they announced in the document, they highlighted the administration's science and technology achievements over the past four years, a week before the election. And the highlights included ending the COVID pandemic. And the quote from the uh, White House, the Trump White House document on October 28th, 2020. Quote, from the outset of the COVID pandemic, the administration has taken decisive actions to engage scientists and health professionals in academia, industry, and government to understand, treat, and defeat the disease. Then you had a White House communications director come out the next day, walk that back, says, well, that was poorly worded. Unlike his executive order, which was very precise, you know, they had laid these plans out. That's the other thing that I saw this. Uh, I saw on social media, somebody had posted up and it got onto my feed. Uh, you had uh, Glenn Beck go on with Tucker Carlson. And Glenn Beck says, you know, two weeks before any of this stuff was happening, they did this and they did that. And it's like, wow, really? Who knew? <laughs> and Tucker's looking at it. You know, they got him on a split screen and Tucker's frowning. And it's like, like, what? What? Really? <laughs> Spell Fox, put it P-H-O-X for pharmaceutical. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's really strange, you know. Um, months before, you had Fauci saying, we got to, how do we get everybody to take a vaccine that is not tested worldwide? Asked the guy. Fauci said, well, we do it from the inside. Uh, we do it with disruption. And we do it iteratively. Well, they've been working on it iteratively, you know, in September you had other redefinitions of the vaccine by, that was buried in a bill in Congress. You had another executive order from President Trump about it in September. You had uh, 20 years ago, you know, not just two months before, two decades before it, uh, they ran the whole plan out and they rehearsed it every year at least once for 20 years. Yeah, talk about that. Anyway, yeah, who knew about any of this stuff? But let's talk about how people are understanding it now. Just uh, use the pandemic prevarication. Uh, the administration's student loan forgiveness plan could cost taxpayers between um, you know, you know, 469 to 519 billion. They got that wrong. It's a trillion dollars. Just do the extrapolation. Nevertheless, uh, Breitbart talks about all the people saying all emergency powers should now be voided. Well, they should, but uh, he's not going to do that. Yeah, he put that there. You're going to have to take it away from him. The amazing thing is, is that Breitbart has 
quote after quote after quote on Twitter, uh, Republican Congress uh, uh, persons, male and female, reacting to this, they're the ones who need to stop it. Uh, they're the ones who need to at least, I know it's not going to uh, pass in a Democrat House, but impeach this SOB for this stuff. That's what they should have called uh, my son, Hunter. They should have called it SOB, <laughs> son of Biden. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> Andy Biggs. Andy Biggs, congressman, says, uh, since the pandemic is now over, Biden must immediately cease his draconian mask and vaccine mandates for Americans. Not with the order still there. Uh, Marsha Blackburn says, uh, Biden admitted last night the COVID pandemic is over. In other words, there's no emergency, uh, ongoing emergency to justify his proposals about student loans. Well, guess what? Isn't it interesting? These people immediately knew this stuff. They immediately said all this. They knew, just like I did, three weeks ago that uh, this was all resting on the foundation of the emergency, but they said nothing until Biden said, oh, the pandemic is over. Mike Pompeo, uh, he's kicking tens of thousands of healthy soldiers out of the military with his COVID vaccine mandate. And what did he base that on? Well, he based that on Trump's order and Trump's juice, the GCI. Uh, Jason Miller, Joe Biden should get the Nobel Prize for single-handedly ending the COVID-19 pandemic just before the midterms. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Jason Miller from the Trump White House. Because that's exactly what the Trump White House tried to do in 2020 just before the election, just before the last election. We single-handedly, Trump single-handedly beat the pandemic. That's what they said on October the 28th. So now he criticizes Biden for the same absurdity. Uh, Nicole Safir. MD says, I wonder what vice president Harris, the border czar has planned for the thousands of illegal immigrants crossing the border when title 42 goes away you know, based on the emergency future vaccines. Uh, she says, uh, treatments and tests should undergo complete FDA review and not be expedited under emergency use authorization. It's amazing. We just that one statement on 60 Minutes, how many people are saying, it's the emergency, it's the emergency, and yet they won't talk about the emergency executive order. Jack Posobiec, if the pandemic is over, we can end universal mail-in voting immediately. So Jack Posobiec admits that it was mail fraud that screwed up the election in 2020. Mail fraud that was based on pandemic fraud pushed by the Trump administration. Isn't that interesting? Hey, Jack, <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, you never would say that about, uh, about Trump. And, you know, even with that happening, right? Well, um, if the pandemic is over, then we don't have to have all this universal mail-in voting and the mail-out of ballots and all the rest of the fraud that was involved in that. Well, why didn't you say that for the 60 days before we lost the Senate in Georgia? Why didn't Trump declare the pandemic over? I mean, he declared the pandemic over October 28th. He could have ended the, uh, the, um, the executive order. And they could have maybe, with the Republican uh, House and Senate and Republican governorship there in Georgia, you know, controlling all of the state government with a majority of Republicans, maybe they could have said, well, you know, the pandemic is over. The emergency uh, is over. So we're not going to have this mail-in election. 
And we probably wouldn't have lost the Senate to the Democrats. Wouldn't that have been interesting, If all the, except they're too busy raising money, with their Stop the Steal, Save America, and the rest of this stuff? It was never about us. It was never even about winning elections. Common man. They created Common Core to dumb down our children. They created Common Past to track and control us. Their Commons Project to make sure the commoners own nothing and the communist future. They see the common man as simple, unsophisticated, ordinary. But each of us has worth and dignity created in the image of God. That is what we have in common. That is what they want to take away. Their most powerful weapons are isolation, deception, intimidation. They desire to know everything about us while they hide everything from us. It's time to turn that around and expose what they want to hide. Please share the information and links you'll find at thedavidnightshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you can't support us financially, please keep us in your prayers. TheDavidKnightShow.com.